Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Monday the 7th of March. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Emily Wither. The world watches in horror as Russian shelling continues to kill civilians. We will not forgive the shooting of unarmed people, destruction of our infrastructure. We will not forgive hundreds and hundreds of victims. And the cost of oil and food soar as the war in Ukraine rages on. It's not just oil. The price of wheat, uh, the price of aluminium, nickel, all sorts of commodities are hitting for all-time record highs because of the role that Russia plays in their supply. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in the town of Erpin, just outside of Kyiv, where civilians have been filmed fleeing a Russian shelling attack. In an appalling video, a family of four walking towards safety were hit by what's believed to be a Russian mortar round. The mother and two children were killed and the father wounded on the only road out of town after the railway had been destroyed. They are just three out of what's believed to be hundreds, if not thousands, of civilians killed across the country. It's understood that Russian attacks increased in the country as darkness fell last night. Speaking on Ukrainian television, a presidential adviser said the latest wave of missile strikes came in areas including the outskirts of Kyiv, Mykolaiv in the south and Kharkiv, the country's second largest city. In a post on his Telegram account, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said that there will be no forgiveness for Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We will not forgive the destroyed houses. We will not forgive the missile that our air defence shot down over Okhmatid today and more than 500 other such missiles that hit our land, all over Ukraine, hit our people and children. We will not forgive the shooting of unarmed people, destruction of our infrastructure. We will not forgive hundreds and hundreds of victims, thousands and thousands of sufferings. And God will not forgive. Not today, not tomorrow, never. And instead of forgiveness, There will be a day of judgment. I'm sure of it. Plumes of smoke could be seen in Stoyanka on Sunday, which is just a kilometre west of Kyiv. It's after an apparent shelling of a goods depot there. 
It's reported that a third attempt at a ceasefire came into effect from Monday morning to allow civilians to flee to safety in what's being labelled as humanitarian corridors. Andrei Zupan is a Ukrainian member of parliament. He told Times Radio he does not have faith in Russia's attempts at a ceasefire. I just have two words for that. Russia lies. And they lied when they said that they have just, uh, they, they don't want to invade Ukraine, but they did. And they lie in many other circumstances, so we don't trust them. I think we didn't trust them, but we, we and we don't trust them now. Evacuation routes published by Russian state media show they lead to Russia and Belarus. Russia says the corridors were upon the request of French President Emmanuel Macron. French news outlet BFM TV reports that Macron denies requesting for those corridors to lead into Russia, while Ukraine says taking refugees into Russia and Belarus is completely immoral. Katerina Melavia is in Dnipro in central Ukraine for the Times of London. She's told Times Radio many won't be aware of the latest situation. Another thing about Mariupol, you know, that this uh, city was without electricity, connection, uh, water for the past five days at least. And uh, people, you know, don't really know about uh, evacuation. So they, of course, the police is uh, driving around the city with loudspeakers uh, inviting them. Uh, but uh, it's also problematic to, to, to understand that the evacuation is happening. As the humanitarian crisis in Ukraine reaches catastrophic levels, the advance of Russian forces appears to continue to be stalled around key cities across the country. On Monday morning, Ukraine's defence staff claimed that they had retaken the eastern city of Chuhuiv, although it is currently not possible to verify this claim. The UK's Ministry of Defence stated on Sunday night that Russian forces have made minimal advances over the weekend, believing that it is unlikely Russia has achieved its objective at this stage. But Ukrainian officials have warned that Russia is still preparing to launch an assault on Kyiv. The defence and diplomatic editor for The Independent, Kim Sengupta, is in Kyiv and has told Times Radio that it's unclear whether the Russians were ready for an assault. There's no sign of that here at the moment. Um, I've got no idea how how ready they are to carry out an assault on Kiev. Um, at this point, because things can change within hours here, as you know, at this point, it does seem rather unlikely. Considering they've had days to take up and they haven't yet, mm. I'm not entirely sure how they'll be in a position to mount a, a full-scale assault on Kiev if that's what's being mooted. Britain's chief of its defence staff, Admiral Sir Tony Radakin, said that he believed Russian forces had been decimated, losing more troops in one week than the US did in 20 years in Afghanistan. Ukraine has claimed that up to 11,000 Russian soldiers have been killed so far. Radikin believes that Russian success in the invasion is not inevitable. Meanwhile, according to reports in the Wall Street Journal, Russia has begun recruiting Syrians skilled in urban warfare to fight in Ukraine's cities. On the way, the war in Ukraine further increases the cost of oil and food, and a huge fight breaks out at a soccer game in Mexico. Times of London Daily World Briefing The global implications of the war and Western sanctions are becoming increasingly apparent across the world, with already high post-pandemic prices likely to keep heading up. 
Oil prices hit their highest level since July 2008, with Brent crude settling at around $130 a barrel, an overnight increase of 10%. The price rise is likely a result of US comments that it and its allies are considering a ban on Russian oil supplies. Chris Wheaton is an oil and gas analyst at investment firm Stifle. He told Times Radio that as the second largest oil exporter in the world, to cut Russia out of the oil market would seriously impact the global economy at a time when inflation is already high. The prices of everything is going to go up as a consequence of that because energy is such an input cost into many things, particularly, for example, uh, agricultural commodities. I mean, this is going to be very bad for the global economy. We're talking about a repeat, really, of the oil shock of sort of the early 1970s uh, in kind of scale. And so uh, on top of what's just happened with the pandemic, it's going to be pretty tough for the global economy if that happens. Concern is also growing over world food supply, leading to warnings that the world could see a food supply crisis, nicknamed the world's breadbasket. Ukraine accounts for more than 10% of the world's global wheat market. Together with Russia, the two supply almost a third of global wheat exports. But as sanctions hit Russia and Ukrainian wheat shipments grind to a halt, wheat prices have reached record highs. Russia produces key ingredients for fertilizer too, an essential part of food production, with the Kremlin encouraging its producers to halt exports as well. Times Radio's business correspondent Dominic O'Connell noted that the already serious implications to the cost of living could only get worse. It's not just oil. The price of wheat, uh, the price of aluminium, nickel, all sorts of commodities are hitting for all-time record highs because of the role that Russia plays in their supply. $200 a barrel might mean, you know, just by itself, 10% inflation in the UK, quite possibly much, much higher. And what do central banks do? It's going to make the, the recovery much harder, but they will have to try and fight this inflation. The US Federal Reserve is saying, yes, it will in, uh, increase interest rates. Despite severe crackdowns on so-called fake news and anti-government rhetoric in Russia, thousands of Russians took to the streets to protest the war over the weekend. More than 4,300 Russians were arrested on Sunday as protests stretched across 44 cities, including under the walls of the Kremlin itself. It came as Netflix has suspended its streaming services in the country, while Chinese-owned TikTok has imposed restrictions on live streaming and uploading new content in light of laws banning, quote, fake news. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Now with news on a savage brawl at a Mexican soccer game, here's John Jackson. Three people remain in critical condition after violent clashes at a football match in the Mexican state of Corretaro left more than two dozen people in hospital. Fans stormed the pitch during the Liga MX match between mid-table Corretaro and last year's champion Atlas. The fighting was so extreme, officials said on Sunday they will be looking to prosecute some of those involved for attempted murder. Carretero Governor Maurizio Curi told a news conference that even though there are no deaths, we can't say this isn't a tragedy. The regional governing body, CONCACAF, has called on authorities to investigate the attacks, while both teams condemned the violence and backed the calls for investigation. All of Sunday's fixtures in the league were called off. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 7th of March. This podcast from The Times of London is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky, soft, and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.